I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza. I'm Alan Rickards. Your last name is Rickard? And we are the hosts of Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. Oh, hi, I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza. I'm Alan Rickards. <laughs> and this is Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. <laughs> With Jen on the ether. Hi. We always make that noise. Again, it's super embarrassing to have somebody who's never heard the show. Our guest this week is the delightful Candy Alexander. Thank you so much for doing the show. Thank you. Thank you guys for inviting me. This is outrageous. So, uh... Take it the same thing. I know we're, we're going to talk about news radio, but can we talk about a different world real quick? Um, because you did a rap and a dance on a different world. Do you remember doing it that? It was amazing. It's so funny. You we meant, just you, watched it. You actually we, meant the show A Different World. A Different World, world yeah. I thought he meant A Different World, like, you know. Oh, those those questions come later. <laughs> Those are come so, later. Yeah, yeah. we're all <laughs> Yes. You did do that. Did you get to yes, meet Jesse Jackson on this episode? Because he's in this episode. Yes, I did. Oh my god. Yes, I did, and I actually. <laughs> I wonder if I can say this. I don't know if I should. It's say. up to you. I can. You don't have to say anything. <laughs> okay, then I won't say. Anything. Or, <laughs> or we can cut it out if you don't want it. In <laughs> Amazing. He's a lovely man. He's a lovely man. I was just thinking about. It. And uh, Debbie Allen directed that episode. Oh yeah. Okay. And Debbie directed me recently on Scandal. Really? And I, oh, wow. I'm a big fan of Debbie's. Yes. Awesome. So yes. I just want, I always like to leave these asking about something that has nothing to do with news radio. Okay. So, you know, we had to do that. Okay. And, um, yeah, so, well, we were talking before, what did you want me to talk about? You were telling me how Phil Hartman... Was my personal god. Absolutely. Yeah, that's why I started watching news radio. Actually, maybe I haven't brought that up ever, but, like... He was, subtle ways. Yeah, right? maybe, not, he's like not, my no. like. I loved him because he's the reason I still try to do voiceover, and yes. I loved his voice, and yes. I loved him on The Simpsons. Yes. I didn't get to watch SNL that much because I was a little too young. Mm -hmm. But then when I found out he's going to be in a sitcom, and with the guy who plays cute girls from Kids in the Hall, oh, I'm like, oh, this would be a great show. <laughs> oh, Dave Foley. He's adorable. And oh. that, that's how I fell in love with the show. And then obviously the rest of you hooked me because, I mean, how could you not? <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's a great show. That's it's, pretty fantastic. That's, yeah. But yeah. Wait, how long ago was the show on? I have no concept. I have no <laughs> well, concept. Well, it ended 20 it. years ago this weekish. What? Yeah. Did it really? Is it ended? that yeah. what's going it on? It ended 20 years ago this weekish, and so then it started oh. 25 years ago. Okay, because 24. things are bubbling up, and I'm being asked a lot about it. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Going, what is oh, going on? People are, see, the thing is, this is shit we should be tracking, but I was finding out through other people who are like, hey, <laughs> uh, can we interview you about your podcast? It's been 20 years since the show went off the air. Like, I should probably know that, but I had didn't realize it. <laughs> no, I had no idea either. I just knew it started bubbling up, and people were talking about it, and You've I also thought... also done a lot of shit since yeah. the show. I a have, lot, yeah. Yeah. but <laughs> news radio fans are very special. So whenever it's something having to do with news radio, I always pause and go, okay, absolutely. Well, that's kind of you. I mean, yeah. we're flattered. I, Thank I you. was just going to ask you, what, what show do most fans approach you about of all the things you've been on? 
It, it's usually not one particular show. They mm -hmm. ask me overall what the experience was like and what was Phil really like, what's Dave Foley like. Tell me about Joe Rogan. Tell me about Andy Dick. Uh -huh. you know? <laughs> uh -huh. Isn't it there's a weird experience? You've got somebody in front of you, and you're like, I want to know how you interacted with all these other people who I'm not yeah. meeting right now. Yeah. Or I could just ask you what your time was like on the show. It's a weird fan thing where it's your brain a, yes, fries, I think. And yeah. it's just like, hey, who was that? Like? <laughs> And that's, I get like that. When Vicky was here, that's basically what happened with me. Okay. I basically kept looking to Alan to, hey, Alan, what's your question? Because I couldn't think straight. So. You couldn't think. And then, of course, I'm like, what was it like to work with Candy? And, yeah, of course. Yeah, I like, mean, okay. you know. <laughs> okay, I can tell you my Phil, star my Phil Hartman story. Okay. All right. Okay. So the first time I met Phil Hartman was on the set of Chris Rock's movie, CB4. Mm -hmm. And I step outside my trailer, and I go, excuse me, are you Phil Hartman? Are you in my movie? And he says, yes, and no. <laughs> yes, I am Phil Hartman, and no, you are in my movie. <laughs> and I just start screaming. I go, I love you, I love you. And as he's walking, he yells out, security! <laughs> I love this man oh my so much. God. So this is before news radio. Oh this my is God. <laughs> Wow. Did you guys have the same? Uh, were you guys in any of the same scenes in the movie Greedy? But I I don't remember. I keep being told that that oh. happened, but I don't. There was so much going on on that particular film. I'm a New Yorker, mm -hmm. and they shot that film far away. Mm -hmm. And I asked my nephew, who had just relocated from New York to LA. I said, would you get up early? Would you take me? And he said, well, you have to pay me. I was like, okay. So we drive, I was really far away. I don't know where it was. And we got there and it was really early in the morning and it was beautiful. They had a waffle maker and an omelet maker and real china and table. Mm -hmm. It was just fantastic. Nice. And all of a sudden, I see Kirk Douglas. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> and he sees us standing there like these refugees because we're just blown away by all of it. It was just so over the top. And there's Kirk Douglas. And he grabs a couple of plates and he goes, eat, eat. <laughs> and we're like, I don't think we're supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course, of course. Oh and my God. Kirk Douglas oh. is literally handing us fine china oh my God. and telling us to eat. So, of course, we pile it on because we're New Yorkers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> pile it on. And we go back to my little trailer and we eat and we fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> God. So I gotta tell you, I remember working with Michael J. Fox. I remember Ed Bagley Jr. I remember a big scene with a lot of people and just trying to remember my timing. And mm -hmm. uh, but the, my clearest memory of meeting Phil 
was on that Chris Watt film. Yeah, no, that's amazing. <laughs> yes. It's just a, yes. It's a great story. Yeah. So what's <laughs> true. I know that your background's dance, but were you doing drama training at the same time you were doing dance training, or did it come later? Well, it was the sort of thing where I was, but not, um, not as seriously as I would later when I was ready to end the dancing career. Okay. Like I would go to auditions for commercials mm -hmm. and I would audition for films. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, well, let me take a bit of acting class here and there mm -hmm. so I don't embarrass myself, you know, just yeah. in case I get something. And of course I started getting stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, nobody really knew what they were doing. It was all kind of crazy New York catch as you can sort of things mm -hmm. and then I kind of fell into this audition that actually turned into this big deal that was one of my first auditions and it turned out to be for the movie fame Shit. All, right. wow. <laughs> all of a sudden I'm like auditioning for all these people yeah. oh my God. and I don't know who they are and I remember watching the Academy Awards and what was it midnight uh, with the guy Alan Parker I don't know. Okay. You're asking the wrong Express, person. Midnight, Midnight Express. Express. Okay. okay. Midnight right. Express. Okay. I, I believe it started winning awards or whatever, and I'm going, wait, that's the guy I just auditioned for this morning. Oh, wait, wait, that's the guy last week I was reading with that wow. guy. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's and I start going, yeah, I probably should take some acting class. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was like one of the kind of... When I first joined in with mm -hmm. doing both, that's, mm -hmm. I fell into that sort of thing. Okay. But it... things like that would happen, like the Warriors, they shot that in New York. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I went through the process with that one. Like oh there were God. a couple of them you just went. Yeah. With no idea what it was, just going and right. I want a job, and next right. thing you know, oh, this is a movie. Oh, okay. Uh -huh. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. So, but in yeah. uh, as it led up, and if any, if I interrupt you guys anytime, please shut me the fuck up. But uh, <laughs> no, leading no, 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 up to it, I, okay, good, no. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like you're working on so, like you were in stuff dancing, but you're also chore you choreographed Whitney Houston's World Tour. Yeah, but that wasn't my gig. That wasn't your gig. That wasn't my gig. Right. Okay, I have a dear friend. Mm -hmm. Her name is Demita Jo Freeman. Mm -hmm. That was Demita's gig. Demita mm -hmm. called me and she said, "This I had already begun training, formal training as an actress. Okay. I was mm -hmm. ready to end the dancing. Mm -hmm. And really, I was over at Stella Adler and I was ready to begin. Mm -hmm. And that, uh, I get a phone call from Demita and she's like, listen, Demita's a California girl. She goes, I'm going to New York to choreograph Whitney Houston opening the Grammys, mm -hmm. and this will be Whitney's first time using dancers, and I'm going to hire Eddie Jr. to be my assistant, and I want you to come to assist me as well. All right. And I was like, okay. And she said, you know, we have to have auditions when we get there. You're going to stay in the hotel with me. You know, no fooling around. I want you, you know, okay. No partying. I'm like, oh, okay, Tamita, let's go. And so we Jesus. get to New York. We're having just the best time. Mm -hmm. Whitney had never worked with dancers. And because it's the Grammys, everyone's stopping by. So Miles Davis stopped by, what? Michael Jackson stopped by. I mean, everyone, we're literally rehearsing the Grammys. And we're having the best time. Oh it was God. a lot of fun. And uh, this is a very 
wonderful story my friend Mitz loves whenever I see him and goes, you have to tell people the story. So it's the first time that I'm in this world with Whitney and this pop superstardom. And this is before the bodyguard. So it really is oh, yeah. huge. Mm -hmm. It's right. still huge. Yeah. So Demita turns to me and she says, I need you to run back to the hotel. I left some sheet music there. Just jump in the subway, don't say anything, and get back as quickly as you can. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, no problem. Okay, I'm a New York street kid. I run, I jump on the subway. The subway doors open, and there, sitting by himself, no bodyguard, nothing, is Al Pacino. What? The fuck? Oh my <laughs> what? My hands are gone. It was one of those things that you go, wait, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> this is the biggest movie star in the world by himself, and he gave me a look that said, yeah, it's me, <laughs> these are boundaries, <laughs> I just want to take the subway, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah Leaving yeah, yeah. all the bodyguards and hype and da da the Grammys. And you know, I kind of just meekly went and sat and mm -hmm. just tried not to stare. Sure, sure. But there was electricity in the car. Yeah, yeah, of course. And then after a couple of stops, you know, these guys got on these Puerto Rican black dudes, and they were like, ah! And he <laughs> yacked out, and then of course he was very kind to them, uh -huh, and then he yeah. kind of slipped out. But I learned a lesson. Yeah. You know, it was like, oh, that's a lesson for me to learn. Yeah. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. You can actually live in the world. Mm -hmm. You don't have to live in the bubble. Right. You can live in the world. That was a mm -hmm. lesson I learned that That's day. That's fair. Yeah. I once saw him play with a hula hoop, just for the what? record. What? Yeah. Oh, no, up? now you got to share. I used to work at a toy store, and uh, I worked at FAO Shorts when there was one here, but then after that closed, went to another one. And at that point, now my manager, meanwhile, was trying to grab a Scarface doll to have him sign. I'm like, stop it, stop it, stop it. <laughs> it was way more fun to watch Al Pacino roll a hula hoop across the floor while his kids were playing with trains. And uh, look at that thing roll. I don't know what he was saying, but it was something like that. He just I don't kept, understand. I don't know. How, where does this go? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty uh, fantastic. It was, it was uh, yeah, it was a delight. So yeah. mine is not as cool a story as yours, but, yeah, but it does include a hula hoop. Hey, hey. <laughs> He's still out. Yeah. Right. yeah. Exactly. He lives in the world amongst us. That's okay? true. That is very true. Okay. There's a lesson in there. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I, I'm asking all the questions. I don't want to no, be no, rude. No, no, please. You have more? I, okay. have, I got plenty to check. Well, my next question was specifically like uh, your aptitude for comedy. Did how, long, how early did you know you had said aptitude? Like, was it, were you doing specific, were you doing improv? Were you doing anything specific like that? No, I wasn't, but as a dancer, mm -hmm. I hung out with a lot of comedians, okay. and I knew a lot of comedians. I spent a lot of time at a comedy store. Okay. I had done a couple of, you know, dance gigs uh, where there were always comedians, Paul Mooney, Arsenio, and God. that world pulled me to... A TV show I did that was this morning kids show uh -huh. at that Chris Beard and Kevin Bright I think what put the name that of this thing F T V it was a take okay. on MTV yeah. all right all right yes. so that was a kids show I didn't realize that okay it was a kids show it went okay. on Saturday afternoon Amazing. and then one Amazing. of them decided to show it 
at three o'clock in the morning on Saturdays. Mm, okay. So the clubs closed at two. Mm-hmm. So by the time all the rock stars and comedians and drug dealers and <laughs> party people got home, it was a show that was on. All right. Wow. So they kind of, <laughs> the word spread, and they were like, oh, no, they want you to come hang out, you know. Oh, my God. Kenison wants you to come hang out wow. at the comedy store. It was like, okay, cool, let's go do that. Were All they right. confused as to why a kid show was on at 3 a.m.? No, everyone <laughs> was very high. It was the 80s. Yeah. Right. There was yeah. no confusion. Yeah. Yeah. No. Things have not changed since then. Don't <laughs> <even>. <laughs> How outrageous. How outrageous. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it was sort of like, it wasn't as if I thought of myself as a comedian. Mm -hmm. It was that being a dancer, you're sitting there Mm. while they are doing their thing before you da 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 da. So you get to watch them work, Mm -hmm. understand the timing. And then I did another show uh, for Motown and Suzanne DePass was the executive producer of this show. And this was very important because they had a sketch comedy element that the oh. dancers were not involved with. Kenny Otega was a choreographer. So we would sit on the sides, on the floor, you know, and they would work their thing out. And I remember one particular rehearsal, and everyone was laughing. And I remember Suzanne said, well, everybody's laughing, but I didn't think it was funny. Mm-hmm. And as soon as she said it, I thought the same thing. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh. Okay, okay. So I watched as she worked with them and they worked with each other and the writers came in and it was like, oh, this is a real craft that's different from others. Mm -hmm. You know, it was like, okay, these guys have their own sort of thing. Right. You know, that needs to be respected. For sure. Yeah. So, well, I guess then when... News radio started because we know you weren't in the pilot, and so you came on second episode. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. To be oh, fair, no. they they cut her mostly out so we can't see who she is. Okay, you know, she's still called Catherine Duke, right? Catherine. Yeah. yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. But I was wondering, like, what what kind of like what kind of process was it to to get the part? Was it just offered, or how did that? Oh no, I remember that there were several auditions, mm-hmm. and. I remember this because the first couple of auditions, it was just, it was Paul, it was Jimmy Burroughs. I think there were a couple of other writers there, but Jimmy and Paul were the ones talking to me. Mm -hmm. So that's who I was focused on communicating with. Mm -hmm. And there were maybe two auditions with them. And then they took me to, I believe, Bernie Brillstein's office. Mm And I had already known Bernie because he produced a dance show that my friend Brad, that I told you about from Back to the Future, the choreographer, that Brad was a part of. So I had come down often to see Brad, and he introduced me to Bernie, and it was like a fun time. Mm -hmm. So I knew Bernie, I knew Paul and Jimmy from the several auditions, and I walked in the room, and there was Phil! Oh my God! <laughs> oh my God! Don't call security. <laughs> and I met Brad Gray because Brad was there. Mm-hmm. So there was that audition, and then after that, 
it was the network test with Warren Littlefield and the big the sort of situation. Yeah. And as I was leaving the lot, and I had a little beat up hoopty. Mm -hmm. I think it was like a Toyota or something. It was like, <laughs> and Phil pulled up next to me. He goes, "You got it. You got the car." And I was like, "What do you mean? Can I buy a couch now? Can I get a couple of end tables? Go for it!" Oh my god! And don't bring that car back. See, yeah. but then, like, I can't put myself in your shoes because you're getting cast as somebody who's uh, supposed to be a peer with his character. No idea. He's considerably older than you. I had no idea. And, like, your character's supposed to have as much experience, we assume. I had no idea. <laughs> you know, it was, it was an, an audition uh -huh. amongst many others, and yeah. I had a great vibe from yeah. day one with Paul and Jimmy. It was mm -hmm. just a, a really good vibe. And even the guard at the gate, mm -hmm. that was a great vibe. All right. Wow. <laughs> nice. You know? That's a good start right there. Yeah. So yeah. like, okay, all right, these are good vibes. And I was, work I was doing ER already. Okay, yeah. all right, so you're already, already doing ER. it at that point. So it was okay. like, you know, it's like, okay, this is cool. Yeah. Okay. Wow. You know, you kind of get used to a certain mm -hmm. thing. You don't yeah. know if, how they really feel, mm -hmm. you know. So in your mind, you're thinking, oh, they're nice like this to everybody, you know. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's a kiss off. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you don't know, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know. So you just do the best you can. And you're like, okay, whatever. Right. Holy cow. No idea. I I still love that it was Phil Hartman that told you you got That's it. That's the best. I know. I know. It's Come on. And I just so said, I said, can I buy a couch? And he was like, get in tables. Yeah. I love Go it crazy. so much. Do it. It's so good. Yeah. Wow. It was. It was really good. So what were you pulling from as somebody who's just getting a series regular for the first time? Like in, in your head, like what the hell are you pulling from to get, she's like so powerful. Yeah. No, first of all, that wasn't my first series. Radio. It wasn't. Okay, so I no, apologize. No, and I was recurring on ER. Wasn't oh, regular. that's right. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But my first series regular mm -hmm. was on a TV show produced by Dan Aykroyd. Okay. Okay, and we shot the pilot. Dan Aykroyd, Fran Drescher, and her husband Peter were the producers. And the um, forgive me, I don't remember his name. He wrote, "Oh, Mr. Bill." Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, yes. I okay. know who he is, but shit, Okay. Yeah. The name of the show was CCPD. Okay. Costa Chula Police Department. Okay. And we were this bumbling police department, and Dan Aykroyd was in the show with me, Holy with shit. all of us. Okay. Wow. You know, and uh, Laura, Laura was in the show, and she actually joined me on ER. And we just had a great, we shot the pilot. It was funny as all get out. We were so, so we got picked up. Mm -hmm. We were over the moon. And then the riots happened. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and the no. network was like, well, we can't show you guys getting beat up by the gangs. Oh, my God. And they pulled our show. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. So that's kind of the sort of life you kind of, uh -huh. you don't get comfortable. You are, can yeah. I buy a couch? No, right, okay. right. Of course. Holy shit. <laughs> maybe just maybe just one end table. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> exactly. Wow. But that was that was ready to go. We were picked up. It was a yeah. whole day. Deal and yank. Oh boy. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. So it's your second series regular. Yes. So you're also then, I don't know what's going to happen day to day. Yes. Yes. Okay, it makes it more challenging then that, that she's got that much power. What are you pulling from to give Catherine 
that gravitas yeah. to compete with Phil Hartman, who walks in the room like with it, you know, just like he, you know, he walks in the room five minutes before he walks in the room. Like, how yeah. do you compete with that? Okay, first of all, I never looked at it as competition because he's Phil Hartman. The characters though are competing so much. Yeah. But listen, we had history. Remember? Sure, sure, sure. You already told me I yep. was in his movie. Okay, <laughs> we already had that. So, so I knew he was already pulling for me in the audition sure, situation. Sure, sure. As soon as I saw him with mm -hmm. Brad Gray and Bernie yeah. Brillstein, I was like, mm -hmm. okay, you mm -hmm. know. So there was that energy. And I'm going to be completely honest. If you look at the early artwork, any pictures, mm -hmm. if you look at the wig I have on, uh -huh. who am I doing? Oh, my God, I'd have to look. Oprah. That was my Oprah oh, wig. Oh my God! All right, that's, that's right. That would have been a period yes. Oprah wig. Holy that's shit! That's right. Wow. That's right. So I just went and got, and I remember Paul constantly going, "I really like the way your hair looks." Like in real life, uh -huh. like yeah. a nice okay. way of All saying, right. yeah. "Can we lose the wig?" And uh -huh. I'm going, "I can't lose that wig. I, I'm I'm channeling Oprah right now." I love that. <laughs> oh my! Wow. Yeah. You you pick the woman who would be the most powerful woman on the planet. Absolutely. Too. That is so good. <laughs> but Wolf. she really wasn't that at the time. No, she was but she would that. be. Yeah, yeah. that's she amazing. Was becoming that. That's and he was great. the Phil he was the Phil Donahue. <laughs> so true. Right? That's so yeah. true. Oh my god. So it was yeah. like the battling titans. I love that. Oh, yeah. so I, I wanna know where Catherine, if she was real, like would have ended up with that you know, momentum with all that energy and yeah, power right? and, and like Cause she was moving forward in her life too. Like when she left the yeah. show, yeah. you know. Oh, she would have crushed Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Crushed Oprah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On that, let's take a quick break. <laughs> and we're back with Candy Alexander. Um, first of all, I. I'm going to say thank you again because yeah. this is thank so you for much fun. inviting me. This guys. is super super fun. Thank you for inviting me. Do I have any good questions for for Candy about news radio right now? <laughs> I don't have any good ones yet, unless uh, you have a. Uh, I'm I'm going to ask one of the dumb ones up up front. Do you have a favorite episode off the top of your head? It can be a Catherine episode. It can be a general episode. It was the episode when Phil tried to stop smoking. Mm -hmm. Bill mm -hmm. tried to stop smoking, mm -hmm. and he had all of the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> So good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, come on. <laughs> Cut That's, to ambulance. Yep, I love that so much. So, so much. You know. <laughs> That's an early one too. It's, it's that one. Really good. The ones that people tend it's to love really the most good. are that and the cane. They always remember those two the most, <laughs> yeah, which is also beautiful. <laughs> now I'm remembering these um, by mm. memory because sure. I don't watch anything. Right. Mm -hmm. So it really is, you know. Did you yeah. watch them at all when they were on the air? No, I no? don't watch anything I'm in. I didn't really? watch. Really? No, I don't. I think that'd be hard for me to do. It's hard. I yeah. I can't. I'm too critical. Okay. I, get I can't that. enjoy it. Well, for the record, you're very good on this television okay, thank show. You. Yes. Um, <laughs> in case you needed, you know, that from I'm me. I'm good. <laughs> oh, I was gonna. Is there a, a point when the show, when you first got on the show, though, that you were like, "Oh, this is this is this is going to work. Like, this is going to do well." Whoa. There was an episode. And forgive me, I can't remember his last name. The director was Lenny. I remember calling him Lenny, Lenny, Lenny. Mm -hmm. And all during rehearsal, we were all kind of in our own little heads, 
which we were tending to do after a while, you know, mm -hmm. and it's like herding cats. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> we were just you know, sure. all over. And I remember this moment because the audience was there and we were filming and whereas during rehearsal we had reactions, we were all at the table with the coffee and everything. Mm -hmm. And during, when we were filming it, Everyone at the same time moved at the exact same. We were so in sync wow. that we never rehearsed it. Mm -hmm. But in front of the audience, it was there. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, boom. And I remember going, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> we, we got it. We're yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Awesome. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I don't remember whatever. So I, I just remember that moment. And I remember the director and the rehearsal just being, I'm trying to get this together. And that's like, whatever, we don't know what you're doing. We know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of all over the place. Uh -oh. Hey, how is, how is Andy Dick? I don't, I don't, don't hear know. from Dick Lee. I don't know. Is that what you call him? <laughs> I call him Dick Lee. <laughs> <laughs> he came up last time, but I think it was mostly what uh, Vicky was just telling a story about why you guys got, were never allowed back at the SAG Awards. Uh, so, oh, no. Yeah, she no, told we're most not of that allowed story. At the yeah. SAG Awards. <laughs> that is a story that did not entirely come out in the commentary, but uh, she did definitely give that the, us she the filled in the blanks. Yeah, it was nice. No. Good to know. <laughs> no, we're not allowed. Even, even now. Uh -huh. No, I'm never. Oh, still? Oh, yeah. Wow. Really? It's a lifetime. And plus, it was the very first one. Uh-huh. It was the very first one. And, uh -huh. you know, it was like... Beginning it kicked out, I mean. It's like, like it's the way. Right. <laughs> now we're competing. Uh -huh. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, wait, so is it... I got to get my vote. Right. right. <laughs> Was there any That's point in the show where you? I'm sorry to go back to this, but now I'm thinking about it, where you got to have your natural hair on the show. Or did you, did you no. stop a wig? No. No. Oh my god. Oh. And it changed. Yeah, the you wig know. changed. And right. It changed. Right. right. There was another. There was another uh, African American woman. I like calling myself black woman, but some people get sensitive. So, okay, African American woman. Okay, another black woman named uh -huh. Rolanda, and she had a talk show, and so I fashioned my next wig. On her. Okay. 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 And that, oh. that's when I brought the. <laughs> <laughs> that's so that's good. Awesome. I took the big Oprah hair wig and uh -huh. I was like, okay, we did the first season as mm -hmm. Oprah. The second season, we're Rolanda. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I love it so much. <sighs> and Paul kept saying, I really like your. Like, he didn't know how to say, stop wearing the wig. Uh -huh. And I didn't know uh -huh. how to say, I can't. Uh -huh. I, I need it. You need it. Was it like, was it for you, like, honestly helpful to just latch in? Because some people yes. like costumes. They're like, if this is a period piece, I like to wear this all the time or whatever. You needed a wig. That's I need, so good. I needed a wig because yeah. I needed something to feel. You know, with Phil, I needed, mm -hmm. you know, to have that thing, like you were saying, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, because he was turning it on and off. He had done 14 years on Saturday Night Live, so he was just, just brilliant, yeah. you know, it was just, so it was like, no, I need armor. Wait. That's fair. <laughs> you know. Yeah. You know what? There's there's something, and I think it might be on the commentary or elsewhere. Maybe you can expand on it. You don't have to. But there is... From what I remember, yourself and Phil, when you were in the booth, and everybody else, what kind of stuff were you guys saying to each other? Cause, because yeah. this is... We need to know this. Yeah. yeah I know there's if you some, want. I know there's some stories. By the way, Paul does say hi, and I'll give you some more details of his text later. Um, 
<laughs> See, I knew this was a, a well oh, to, yeah. to dig into. Mm -hmm. You don't understand. Sometimes uh -huh. he really would start a fight. Like he would need the energy uh -huh. because he was leaving to like burst into Dave's office. All right, all right. So sometimes he would actually start a fight, you know. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I would be like, no, you didn't just grab what? <laughs> and then other times, you know, it's hard because... This was a while ago, children, <laughs> when people could have fun. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> when people just improved and sure. had a good time. Sure. So you know, we would just have, we would just have a great laugh, and mm -hmm. he would do things to try to get me to break character. Sure. So you know, he would say outrageous things just to make me laugh and lose my mind and mm -hmm. I would and it would he was just so brilliant mm -hmm. so it would make uh it would yeah. <laughs> it would depend on where he wanted to take it right. sometimes he was just a little devilish and uh -huh. other times he was just obnoxious bill right. right 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 and I have to take a minute to talk about Dave Foley okay so in terms of a brilliant brilliant comedic actor as well as a comedian mm -hmm. there were times when I would work with my coach just to lock down the lines mm -hmm. and it wasn't for the humor it mm -hmm. was to lock down the lines mm -hmm. and that way I could stay open when I got on set to go with whatever energy someone because you can't rehearse how to work with Andy Dick right you don't know what his right. timing is going to be you can't yeah. have uh -huh. anything locked down other than the words mm -hmm. so you can be fluid with him yeah yeah but with Dave he was he's so brilliant that even if I thought a scene was going one way I would get in the moment and he would take it somewhere else and suddenly I'd realize it and he'd look at me with this sly smile like I just did that to you. <laughs> Come on, let's go this way with the scene. You thought we were going there. Come on. I mean, he's just so generous mm -hmm. and yet so genius. And I've never had that experience again. You know, he's very wow. singular. He's just, he's just genius. Dave Foley is... In your experience, is there more play with comedy than there is with drama in that in that sense where you get to do that? You know what? I don't know if it's more play, but I know it's more fun. Yeah. yeah. You know, mm -hmm. with the drama, I tend to find the drama queens. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. I bet. Whereas with the comedians, you're like, oh, great. Okay. Yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> you guys really, you know, I'm sure you have your dark places you go to, but sure. mm -hmm. yeah. it's going to be fun. Yeah. yeah. It's going to build on something fun, 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 fun. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then drinking. <laughs> <laughs> 13 years sobriety, by the way. Hey, congratulations. congratulations. That's congratulations. fucking amazing. January 25th. Are you January kidding? January 25th. Wow. That's fantastic. Yeah. Great. Well done. <laughs> well done. So. I won't circle back on it again if you tell me not to, but you didn't give me any examples of what he said. Oh, my God! Oh, my God! You know? 
Yeah. Maybe there's a reason for that. Mm. Uh, we we can cut it out. I just tell you, nothing's going to offend our audience. But if, if you don't, are want you it. sure? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the things we've had to talk about. The things we've. You're said. not going to get in trouble. I just goaded you into saying no. it. I would get in trouble. No, it's not that. As much as you know, I find that there's less of a sense of humor. That can happen. I get that. You know There's I mean? a sensitivity within, within the public at large, and I'm not sure what that's about. Well, let's just say about. you see that Blazing Saddles is my favorite film. Uh, you see, I'm here because of Blazing Saddles. Okay. <laughs> see there. So I'm just saying, I'm less sensitive to certain things yeah. if they're done in an ironic tone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can still say I don't want to say anything. I, we'll I'll, just move I'll on. Wait till we're done. We'll move I'll on. That's absolutely. That is absolutely yeah, fine. I will tell um, you. <laughs> I will tell you. Can you tell us about the newspaper? Because nobody can give me details. There is that newspaper that everybody always had. I need more Why details on it. Why you tell me? Because they gave it to me. I you have. You it. have the newspaper. Oh my god! They no. gave it to me. Amazing. And I still have it. That's awesome. That was oh my, my going away present from the cat. That's oh. delightful. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> that's so good. So I love wow. it. Oh my! It's like Nijinsky. Mm-hmm. Yes, and they framed it, and I have it. I'm packing it up now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my awesome. God! You should have told me. I would have brought it oh for you. Oh. As a matter of fact, give me your address. Are you kidding me? Yeah, give me your address. Jesus I'll send Christ. it to you. I definitely. I, did, I don't. I didn't earn that. I'm not worthy. Yeah, that that's 100 percent what's happening oh, right now. I'm just. I'm a grown man, so I can't bow right. It would also hurt my knees. Like I'm old. Um, I've had it for a long time, you know. <laughs> we we did ask Vicky because Vicky had so much to do in the background, like physically, like just you know, I was like, I don't know, I was like, maybe she did something funny with a tape dispenser. Did you ever have anything like like? Because you're kind of like you're an extra in yeah. some scenes. Like, did you have anything fun you got to do? I had Phil. Yeah. So that I mean, that was it, right? You got to improv with I him Phil. and talk with him. I had Phil. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, you were always in the booth. It was I had Phil. Were you the only yeah. character basically always in the booth? You were never at your desk. Did I have a dad? Yes. We did. Which we I'm only sure. really see towards the end of your, your episode, run on the show. Or when Joe was putting stuff cameras off of in it. That's yes, that's right. The second you leave. Yeah, there's okay. only two episodes. Yeah, you're right. When when Joe's putting Phil cameras in your desk. It takes a bunch of it. Yes, yeah, so there's two episodes of your desk. <gasps> oh, wait. Episodes. i got to talk about Joe. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> okay, so everything I love, I love your podcast, Joey. I love it. So everything that's on Joe Rogan's podcast mm-hmm. is everything he used to talk about back then. Sure. He used to talk about aliens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He used to be into the mixed martial arts. Right. And we used to always say, okay, be careful. He's got Roy rage today. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. every single thing. <laughs> and I watch his podcast on Sundays and I just love it because it Every single thing is really sincerely a part of who Joe is. Right. Well, I mean, I think that's why his show succeeds <laughs> so much. He's not, yes. the guy's not full of shit in terms no, of what not. he believes. You Absolutely know, so that's he's him, not. that's him. And if Absolutely you like him, you're going to like the show. Yes. That's yes. fair. I had to say that because that's what one of the things I love about his show. I'm like, oh mm-hmm. my God. That's that's still Joe. Yeah. Aliens. Still. Okay. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> hey, uh, you know, if that's you, why why throw it away, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh I have a I have a few what ifs. So Alan, you might have some more grounded questions than that. Uh well, before you get the what ifs, I just wanted to ask Please. Uh, uh 
Out of anyone in any TV show, particular comedy, I've never seen someone like land a slap like you could land a slap <laughs> on someone. That like how? Real. Like were some of those <laughs> real or were they? Because they all look so like I felt them. Like it was. <laughs> Stephen Root taught me how to do the stage slap, mm-hmm. and oh. a couple of them I landed on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what I was gonna ask. I love Not it. the on purpose part, but I was gonna ask. <laughs> Did we have some real ones? You know. That's so good. That's so good. I can't tell you how many like episodes I've mentioned. Like, God, when she landed that slab, I just I felt it was hilarious, but I, I felt it. I don't <laughs> know where Paul came up with that. It feels like a Josh Lieb, doesn't it? Yeah. It feels like a Josh. It feels outrageous. Josh Lieb, specifically, when he, he did the show, he did her final episode on the show, right? If I'm oh, not misremembering. Did? Yeah, because so, yeah. he was a hamper. Yeah, right. So he's like, yeah, yeah. fuck it. Why would I not talk about that episode? Yeah. So that, yeah, he did several pick appearances your final. in that episode. That's a, that's a fantastic episode. I've never seen episode. it. I don't watch that's anything. so weird I do, to me. So I never, well, it's like this. If you're at work all day mm-hmm. and you come home and watch yourself at work all day. I do that all the time. I have a video okay. camera on myself constantly, oh, and I edit it. I spend about eight hours editing it, and then another eight hours watching okay. it. It's a little complicated. You have an assistant um, for that, too, right? I do have an yeah, assistant. Right. I videotape what and they're doing during the day, too, so that's B-roll, and you I cut that in. Crazy. I'm an asshole. I'm so sorry. This is, this, is, this is what happens. Hey, at least we haven't started singing Paul Simon yet, so we're all good. We end up somehow doing that in every episode, yeah, just so you know. we do. It's like, okay. Just randomly. Okay. Hello, stranger. Stranger, my old friend. It's <laughs> just one song. That's a better song than the one that we tend to do. Song, oh. we... um, let's do a few audience questions, if everybody. So uh, this first one, if the, I believe this is the same Valerie who called in last time, uh, wrote oh. an email uh, saying, just asking who your favorite cast member was to work with and who do you wish you got to work with more. Um, you know, you don't have to pick favorites, but it's an interesting question. You know, all the men on that show. Phew. <laughs> They're just fantastic. I yeah. mean, I gotta tell you, just you know. And I think I had a good amount of time. I do. I think yeah. I had a good amount of time with with all of them. I don't think. I don't yeah. think I was wanting or, mm-hmm. you know, it was like yeah. I got equal time. I got some extra fill. I got some improv with him. Yeah. I got, had a lot of Dave Foley, you know, yeah. was able to learn a great deal from Dave Foley. Mm-hmm. And Stephen Root is just a love bug. He's just a love bug. <laughs> and Dickley is just, you know, that's like, you know, he's a little kid brother you know, with Joey. The same thing. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So good. Oh, you're laughing because I call him Dickley. Yeah, that's still funny. It's adorable. It's adorable. Yeah, and also like, talking about Joe Rogan as a little anything is adorable, which oh, is really funny. It's my little brother. I yeah. love him. I love him. <laughs> yes. And uh, remember, because yeah. I was a dancer, yeah. I always have a trainer. Yeah. So we always had that in common as well. Okay, yeah. that's you fair. You because yeah. I'm just exercise freaks, you mm-hmm. know? Were you mm-hmm. keeping up the dancing as, a, as, a, as an exercise at the time, no, too? I no, I had a trainer. Okay, like, you I have just a trainer, have a trainer, trainer, trainer. Okay, yeah. Yeah, okay. because, you know, I have war wounds. Mm-hmm. So I have mm-hmm. to keep certain muscles strong in order to, so other things don't yeah, fall yeah, apart. Yeah. If, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like an uh, athlete. You mm-hmm. know, it's an athletic thing. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see what this first voicemail is. Hello, Jason, Alan, Jen, and uh, Gaziva Candy. 
this is Neil from Wales. Uh, the question I'd like to ask Candy is, if you had to share a house with one of the news radio characters for three months, who would it be and why? Um, you are allowed to say Catherine, but that would be a bit of a cop-out of an answer. <laughs> Thank you, Neil. Yeah, thanks again, Neil. <laughs> so the character is not the actor. Yes, exactly. Mm. One character for three months. Oh, my gosh. You share a house. It would, have to, it would have to be Dave. Yeah? It would have to be Dave. Yeah. Because, you know, out of every character... Wait, but Jimmy... Jimmy James. Jimmy James is also Jimmy James, that might be wild. He had but... trap doors in his place, so you never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there'd be a lot of skirt chasing with Jimmy James. Yeah, I think there'd be a lot. Yeah, it would have to be Dave. Yeah? It would have to be Dave. Absolutely. Share clothes, too, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> it would have to be Dave. Yeah. All right. Yeah, That's that'd be choice. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> we get out alive. Yeah, we get out alive. We watch a lot of, you know, Fellini movies. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah. Uh, I don't know if I pointed this out, but I don't know if you saw the giant Jimmy James Incorporated I, thing. That's so amazing. There's all, again, that lady online who sells news radio stuff. Wow. I should advertise it more on here, except I want to buy it all for me, so wow. why bother with that? All right, we've got another voicemail coming up. I do not know who this one is from. Gazizza. <laughs> Uh, I heard Candy Alexander is going to be on, and I have a couple questions for her. She can answer one or both or none, but please know that I love her. <laughs> uh, first, can you remember your favorite like spit take moment on news radio? It could be your spit take or someone else's. And second, what was it like working with Bob Fosse? That's it. Love the show. Love y'all. Ciao. Good two questions. Yeah. Okay, do you remember a spit take? I'm wondering if he means yeah. literal or if he means like, one that would have made you spit like something. That's a good question because there aren't really many actual spit takes on this there's show. A, there's a few, but are there? They're not. There's not yeah, like a I mean, we can get there's literal, a... but I, if she's not going to. Or it would have been off oh, camera uh, and it got cut out because it made you laugh so hard. You know, like. Yeah, that the, could be another. The, the Matthew Mustache one. I don't remember who actually did the spit take, but somebody did a spit take when they saw yeah. the mustache. Well, she does a slap. You I did a slap. She's, there's a slap. I think I it might be... Is, uh, is it Phil? No, is it Maura? I think Maura Tierney did this, this, like spit oh, up. Or, yeah, one of them screams, yeah. one of them slaps, one of them kisses, spits, spits, and, and you slap him. And then you slap him. him. Yeah. Yeah. You see the mustache, the and you're like, no. <laughs> see, I really gotta watch this. You know, I... You should. I'll wait. What I'll if we wait. pick episodes for you to watch, and then we we cater a playlist for you? <laughs> okay, you know what? <laughs> so I have a friend. Mm -hmm. He brought the show to me. Yeah. And he said, okay, I know you've never seen it, mm -hmm. but now you have to at least watch a couple of episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is when I was drinking. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and I couldn't get through one episode. Yeah. Well, I, I just couldn't make it through. So, you know, for the sake of my sobriety. That's fine. You know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Let's just. We're not going to do that. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna... yeah. <laughs> or let's yeah. wait till I get where I'm going. Yeah. Uh -huh. And uh -huh. then yeah, you yeah, give yeah, me your it. number. We'll send, yeah. mm -hmm. And I'll Perfect. send you a text and say, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> now I'm ready. I love it. Okay. Perfect. And then okay. the second question was about Bob Fosse. Yeah. Well, let's see. You worked with Bob Fosse, Bob Fosse. I auditioned for Bob Fosse okay. for two solid years. Wow. And then I got cast yeah. in a touring company that was basically a bus and truck. And then we turned into an international company because we were really that good. Mm -hmm. 
I left when the show got to Tokyo. I was what's called a swing dancer. Mm -hmm. Now, a swing has to know everybody's part. Oh, right. In this show, Dancing, there was no dialogue. It, well, there was a little bit of dialogue, but it was dancing. Mm -hmm. It was all choreographed mm -hmm. uh, from beginning to end. And wow. each dancer, male and female, I believe there were six female and six male dancers, and there were four swings, me and a girl named Mia, Byron and Barry, and we were the swings. Now, every single dancer had a different show, mm -hmm. and within their show, even in the same dance number, they would have different choreography. All right. So you not only wow. had to know their show, you had to know different choreography within that dance wow. that was specific to that dancer. Jesus. And some Ooh. nights, I remember, I remember a particular night because we had been humping the road for a really long time and there, there were injuries. Mm -hmm. And so Mia and I were both put in and we were covering about four dancers. So in the middle of the show, we had to switch over to someone else's Ooh. show and then do someone else's show. It was just, oh, wow. that is a genius. Wow, jeez. Mr. Fossey is a genius. Yeah. Now I know a lot of people say, well, he didn't cast you. Well, that's true. He didn't cast me in the show, but he came to see me in the show. And I auditioned for him for two years. Wow. And he took me into the basement. I think it was Wayne Cilantro. Every time I auditioned and Mr. Fossey made me improv for him. Whoa. So he would take me, Wayne would, or whoever was the dance captain would take me into the basement at the Schubert Theater and make sure I knew the choreography because he was pulling for me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then bring me back on stage with all the other dancers, incorporate me with the other dancers, and then play the music and have me dance for him. Holy shit. Wow. <laughs> and that happened every time I auditioned for him for two solid years. So yeah. Wow. See, I can't even understand what improv dance would be. I can do improv <laughs> comedy, but I can't understand what that is. Okay. What's your favorite song? Like if there's a, I see the Beatles, what's your favorite? Sure, fav My Sweet Lord. Okay, so let's say somebody put on My Sweet Lord, mm -hmm. turned down the music, and just said go. Mm -hmm. That's improv. Yeah, well, and no, and for you, you that's improv. For me, that's like shitting myself. I wouldn't <laughs> be able to handle it. Yeah, I don't but imagine Mr. Fossey <laughs> sitting there looking at you. Yeah. I'd be like, bye, Mr. Fossey, I'm leaving. I'm going to go jump out a window. I couldn't do it. That's why, because I can't, I have no rhythm. But like, I, I just like that that scares does it is there any part of that like because you're also great at comedy so did you does it, any of that translate well this was way way in my beginning years sure. as a dancer so it was more of let me show you everything mm -hmm. i have mm -hmm. that someone else may not have sure so i always had a very great extension mm -hmm. You know, I could put my leg right here. I could hit my ponytail to the floor. So we did a lot of that for him. Uh -huh. <laughs> I could jeté very high because I don't weigh a lot. So we did a lot of that. Mm -hmm. Chinese splits, I'm number one. Wow. Did a lot of those. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you just want to show every trick you have mm -hmm. and then all the passion you have. 
and you just you know you just let it rip you make it sound so easy wow. and you know you know that's not the case but that's fine that's fine but you know what i mean i do you except i don't I at mean. all well yeah like it's yeah. great but i don't i can't relate to it that's what's that blows my mind <laughs> jason you and i are going to take some improv dance classes <laughs> 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 i want to see it i want to see it wait, wait, they actually used to have a class interpretation dance interpretation that would be the worst that would be so terrible that would be the worst idea on the planet yes. uh i have a, okay so i'm going to ask you one of my what ifs uh if you'd have written a catherine episode what would have happened in it? like your ideal catherine storyline my ideal catherine storyline is that she would have an assignment that she was called to go do what was maura's character's name that was lisa Lisa. You and, made me blank. I blanked yeah, entirely. No, I'm like, wait a minute, okay. And, and Lisa had to come with her. Lisa had to cover, you know, on the ground stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, and we would go to Italy. <laughs> and Love we would it. do some work and we'd shop a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and then we would pick up some Italian guys mm -hmm. <laughs> and do interviews with them. Sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then we will come back uh -huh. and shop some more. Okay. All okay. right. Perfect. That's it's it. a little, <laughs> a little <laughs> eat, pray, love, like, with, with Catherine and Lisa. With a friend. Okay. Okay. Yeah, all right. With <laughs> <laughs> well, someone to make sure you get on the plane. There you right, go. right, right, right. <laughs> there you go. As you can tell, comedy writer, uh -huh. I'm not. That's okay. It's still, it's, it's still enough. I would, I would still love to see that episode. Okay, I wait. Would Speaking <laughs> of which, yes. I have to do a shout out right now. Please. Okay, we got a shout out to Tony Carey. Mm -hmm. Love you, yes. Tony. Yeah. Shout out to Orit Schwartz. Yeah. Love you, Orit. And a shout out to my dear friend, Robert Horn. Mm -hmm. And the entire cast of Tootsie. Congratulations, you guys. Horny, I'm so proud of you. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he Wonderful. wrote the book. Oh, wow. Okay. He wrote the book all right, the, for the on. musical. So we're all... Rooting for Robert wow, Horn. Yes. Awesome. There's yes. so much Broadway talk happening on these two episodes. Well, I love it. I love it. No, this is good. Okay. It's a good kind of talk. I like Broadway. That's fine. Uh, I, this is a generic one. I don't have a good one there. Um, let's see. Uh, I have to ask you Please. this because I asked Paul Simms and Vicky, and I'm just making a habit of it. What kind of music did you listen to during the time of the show? Was there I, any I like particular artist or? You know. It's interesting you should say that because we had a live band. And I don't remember, you know, because it's when the audience was there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And there was a live band. I'm sure there was a comedian. You yep. know, they used yeah, to yeah, have yeah. that back mm -hmm. in the day. Do they still do that? Yeah. Okay. Bands I don't know yeah. about bands, but that definitely, awesome. definitely <laughs> comedians. Oh, no, it was awesome. That's yeah. fantastic. It was awesome. It was just so much. The energy. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. for the energy. I think it was a lot of whatever was happening at the time. Okay. I don't remember specifically. Yeah. I think I just started asking this because when I asked Paul this, he, he listened to a lot of rap and hip-hop, and I was just surprised that Paul... Oh, wait. <laughs> wait, that's right, because Tupac died when we were yeah. shooting the show. Oh, really? Okay. That's right. Oh, I, remember, I remember the day that I got that phone call, yes. So it was a lot of that. Was, There's the baby. Yeah, there we go. There's a cat Daisy walking by. 
<laughs> she just ran away. Right, she didn't run away. She, she might not like you, but that's because you're a woman. She's very weird. She likes men more. She doesn't like sense. strangers, just Aww. generally. I mean, it's not like she hates people. She right. just gets nervous and runs away. And then just runs away. Well, yeah, I yeah. brought her a lot of stuff. That was very kind. I brought <laughs> her a lot of stuff. Sweet. Okay, so that's like the end of my cat karma. <laughs> so you're very important in my life Thank because you. I I'll had all it. that stuff left over. And I was like, what am I going to do with this? Like, they have a cat. What? This comes full circle. This comes full circle. So thank you, thank you for inviting me. Uh, this one doesn't. Ha- this is this one's not a comedy writer question, but it is another what if. Where is Catherine after she moved to London? In your oh. mind, like what's she doing? I mean, taking over the world. It sounds like. What are you talking about? I keep pointing you guys to Italy. All right, if, she, yeah. if she's going to Italy, Italy somewhere to go shop. with me. <laughs> I think I had this conversation in uh, San Francisco as well. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, 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 she's in Italy. Okay. Did they, a shoe cobbler, high end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, she goes to Milan, she picks them up, and then mm-hmm. she walks around Florence in them. <laughs> I mean, I love London. Sure. But, you know, so she I don't leaves know. London and goes to Italy. That's fine. I mean, come on, the weather. It's sunny, That's yeah. true. The That's food. True. Better shoe cobblers down there. Better shoe yeah. cobblers. Oh, I, I mean, really, gotta... the Italians, fashion. They know what they're doing. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty amazing with the royal baby, huh? Isn't what that happened? something? I mean, they had a baby. They had a baby. Oh, okay. They had one. <laughs> they congratulations. They're always having babies, but congratulations <laughs> to them. I know, but it's just so nice to see Harry. Yeah. It's so happy. It's like, wow. It's outrageous. But you don't like London. You only like Italy. No, I do <laughs> like London. It's the weather it's that's... Like... No, I like London. I very much like London. The weather is a little harsh. Sure. The weather's a little harsh in London. It's rough. It's a little harsh. I like it, though. You like it? That's how like how gray and awful it is here right now. I love yeah. this so much. Oh my goodness. This is my favorite. Oh my goodness. I don't know. No, no, I like London sure. very much. Very much. Of course I'm teasing. Okay. <laughs> Alan, do you have another question? Mine are all uh, what ifs. The rest no, no, of mine I'll, are dumb I'll, what I'll if ask, questions. Uh, uh, the episode where Catherine was on, the last episode you're on, uh, did you what did you think of the send off that they wrote for you on it? If you remember. Oh, this is so bad. <laughs> this is so bad, but I've got to tell it. He's not going to be happy. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the crew snuck me on the set because Joe did that scene naked. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. That boy is packing, honey. <laughs> You heard it here first, folks. That boy. <laughs> that boy. Oh, my God. I can't God. call him little brother anymore. <laughs> I really I would have assumed there was a modesty pouch happening. Now he just went <laughs> No, horns. honey. No, no. No, no. All right. Savage. <laughs> that... Savage. Oh, my God. He's like, okay. All right. Okay. And they snuck me on. I love I love the crew. Uh, at Bernie Brillstein's memorial, I got to see some of the crew mm-hmm. from news radio. They came and uh, and that was that was very nice. That's sweet. Very That's nice sweet. to see. A lot of people I talk with do have like a lot of good memories of, of Bernie oh, too. So I mean that, that I love a lot. Bernie. I love Bernie very much. Yeah, and Lee mm-hmm. and Lee Brillstein. Hi Lee. 
<laughs> some yeah. people do listen. Not a lot. But some people do listen. <laughs> worked you on never show. know. You never you know. Never know. Oh, who's, yeah. who's to say? Yeah. Um. <laughs> Remember, Jonah kicked me out today. He's like, go, go. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let them come you, here. Go, go. Go. <laughs> go. We would have been too nervous to record at your place. That would have been a terrible idea anyway. So it's a good thing you came. Okay. Uh, I, okay, this, this is going to be my last what if, but I am curious. So the... Bill's character at one point says that uh, you two had a secret office romance. Do you think that's all in his head, or do you think those two characters actually did have a thing? Of course they had a thing. All right. All right. That's fair. Of course. <laughs> what are you talking about? It, explain, it explains a lot of the tension. Well, that's <clears throat> why she would dominate. True. That's true. Oh, Very true. That's why. Well, mystery solved. We've been asking us a lot of a lot of episodes. Mm-hmm. No, don't be crazy. And that—that's why. That's how she would bury Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> so much power. Little, an extra step. Exactly. <laughs> oh, Oprah's not so sleeping cool. her way to die. Jen, did you have any questions? I, I apologize. I feel like I've been I've been <clears throat> railroading, steamrolling. One of those two. It's okay. She's okay, very that's, glad. That's, that's okay. It's fine. So, um, was there any one or maybe a couple people that you really... Did you ever try to make anybody break or laugh, like, extra hard? No. No. No, no, they they were so good. All right. Mm. They were so good. If I got into that, mm-hmm. like I did with Phil in the room. Yeah. And mm. then he would just, you know. Yeah. Please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was, just, no. was there anybody, if you, like, made them laugh, um, you you felt really extra good about it? All of them. Yeah? Yeah, because they were, they were hard. Yeah. That's what made it really good. They were hard. Mm-hmm. They were not pushovers. No one was just going to laugh to make you feel good. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. like, no, you better bring it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. And I also think because that whole SNL energy. Mm-hmm. I remember, I had worked with Dan Aykroyd at the very yeah. beginning, yeah, yeah. so I I know that they are very sharp. Mm-hmm. You know, they're extremely extremely sharp once comedians come out of that world mm-hmm. so you kind of get a I just got out of the way it's mm-hmm. like okay and this is the other thing about Phil mm-hmm. Phil would always say give someone else the line is funnier mm-hmm. so to me that level of generosity along with being so talented was something that I I always take with me mm-hmm. because he was already, he was the star. The show was for him. Yeah. And many times he said, give Candy this line. Man. It's funnier coming from her. Give Andy this line. Funnier mm-hmm. coming from him. Mm-hmm. I mean. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah, that was another lesson. Mm-hmm. Another lesson. And there's a lot of lessons. It can be so hard if it's your line to realize it's still not your show. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it can be so hard to get pulled out yeah. of that. It's that's amazing. Yeah. I mean, he'd been doing it for so long. Yes. He had that. That's so good. But he also had that um, personal security. Mm-hmm. You know, when a person has, mm. you know, when you've already fought 14 years on SNL and you've yeah. really established yourself. Yeah, yeah. And then you come out and, you know... You're surrounded by these amazing writers, mm-hmm. amazing, amazing writers in this fun, hungry cast. And 
you know, and you're generous. Yeah. And you're not an a-hole. Right. You're right. just a really talented, generous, amazing man. Yeah. So I can't, I can't say enough good things about him and lessons that I learned mm -hmm. from working with him. Yeah. And from working with them. Yes, because you run into the other kind and you go, oh, <laughs> that's a choice. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, that's, that is a choice. You mm -hmm. don't have to do it this way. Right. You can do it like Phil Hartman did. Right. You can be generous. It's a nice this legacy can to be. leave. Yes, yeah. it is. Like behind the scenes and otherwise. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Candy, do you have any questions for us? <laughs> yes. Okay, so tell me. Why? What happened? Tell me. What? Okay, the show is yeah. 20 years old? It's and The end is 20 years old, yeah. so it started in 95, so we're looking at 24. But you were so. a kid. You were a kid mm -hmm. when it started. I was so. 15 when it started. I probably started watching it when I was 16. Okay, so tell me. Tell me. I, I was just in love with it. I mean, I like started watching yeah. it because of Phil Hartman. Yes. And then, while I don't know that I could have watched it every week because it bounced around a ton, I it was one of those shows that I would rather have talked to people about at school than everybody's talking about Seinfeld. I yes. would much rather have talked about <laughs> yeah. news radio. News radio. It was yeah. just my thing. And then, like, it's always been a pla had held a place in my heart. Then years later, uh, on a road trip where my car broke down, I bought the DVDs that they had just come out and rediscovered my love for it. Mm -hmm. And then Alan and I act together in a, a show every month and realized, oh, not uh, just us, but a ton of the actors were quoting yeah, his radio. Bunch of, bunch yeah. of them, yeah. And I thought I was the only person who gave a crap. Like, I really thought oh. it was just my thing. And I'm like, oh, wow, there's no, we, a bunch of nerds out there. Like, a lot of us have said, like, that, that was, like, one of the best uh, sitcoms ever, like, made. And, uh, Everybody like kind of felt the same way. We're like, oh. geez, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. actually surprising because we don't. I mean, outside of you know, when you're just like walking around talking to people, like in casual conversation that doesn't necessarily come up, but somehow somebody mentioned it, and like everybody it was just like everybody's eyes was like, oh, news radio. What uh, what, what episode? What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just, <laughs> That's, so nice. That's so nice. And I yeah. I don't know. And to me that that was super magical because mm -hmm. I did not expect anybody because it it's. To me, it's this private. This is my show, man. Like yeah. nobody else. I'm like, yeah. oh wow, weird. Yeah, I didn't expect that. And then we're like, well, I can't do, like a thing without making a podcast out of it. So <laughs> that had to happen. And how long have you had this podcast? This podcast is now because we started in 16, right? Yeah. So we're at three years. Really? Mm -hmm. And we're almost at the end of season yeah. four. That's outrageous. Yeah. You guys are outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you were very, very, very delightful for oh, yeah. the show. Thank this you is so. You have no idea what this means to us. Thank you I can't tell you how much it meant to me. It was mm -hmm. like, oh, and you know, it was starting to bubble up. And I, I asked my manager, I was like, "Is something going on? Are you doing this?" Mm -hmm. Like we had this conversation this morning. I said, "Are you doing this?" Mm -hmm. And he was like, "No." No, they're calling. No, mm -hmm. <laughs> there were a couple of other inquiries, and I was like, "Okay, yeah. well, I'm gonna do this one." Thank you. For real. That's... Okay, I'll go see Joey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course, like, of course, oh, of course. Okay. That's really well, kind of you. Yeah, it's really it. Yeah. It means a lot that it. Uh, it means a lot that uh, it means a lot to us that you came on the show as well. Oh, so thank, thank you, you for so inviting much. me. Yeah, it does. And I really mean that is this is a full circle moment for me. Mm -hmm. Well, with my kitty karma, mm -hmm. I I left my bag in there, uh -huh. uh, the paper bag that I brought all the stuff in. Mm -hmm. I want to show you something. Okay. Oh, can I show oh, you something? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> when I said sorry, You're when fine. I said this is a full circle moment and mm -hmm. this is the end of my cat karma. Mm -hmm. 
Um, for people listening, I brought a big bag full of cat stuff. <laughs> when I was leaving NBC and Phil said, you know, you got it. And I said, can I buy a couch? <laughs> I had just gotten an apartment. Mm -hmm. And my landlord, his name is Frank, he said, okay, no pets, okay? Mm -hmm. I said, I don't have any pets. <laughs> <laughs> I had two cats because <laughs> oh, <laughs> I didn't want one to be alone so I got yes, two of course. and I had some cat karma mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. from going on the road and having to leave cats and sure so I had three cats I needed to clean up that karma yeah so a couple of years in that was literally the day I got news radio uh-huh <laughs> and he said wow. I said can I get a couch uh -huh. and he was like <laughs> okay, <laughs> and I got the apartment. Mm -hmm. So cut to a year later, and the landlord comes upstairs, and he's got his son with him, who's about four years old, and he's like, please, would you mind, would you watch this, you know, for the next three or four days? I'm like, whatever you want, Frank. And the son opens his hands, and there is this little kitten. Mm shocking white and he unfurls and he's got a pitch black face <laughs> tips of his ears are black the tips of his paws and his tail mm -hmm. and I'm like oh my god wow. <laughs> oh my god I'm like of course of course so I take the cat and I let you know I let a couple of days go by and so about next week I go downstairs they moved mm -hmm. <laughs> what? Is this because you disobeyed the pet policy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So now I'm like, oh my god, I'm crazy cat lady. I have three cats. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. So when I'm on news radio, <laughs> they hear about my cats. Mm -hmm. And they come to me and they said, we'd like you to have a cat calendar. Uh, Here's my cat. Oh, my. He lived for 25 years. Wow, are you that's kidding wow. me? Yes. And look at his name. Freddie Mercury. Yes. Come on. Yes. You picked my favorite singer. Come that's on. My Holy <laughs> shit. Wow. And that, that calendar is, was wow. from when Purina heard about my story, how my landlord gave me a cat and moved. Oh, my God. <laughs> That is adorable. So, is so good. Yes. I really mean it when I tell you I came full circle mm -hmm. with my cat karma, and I am so. What's your baby's name? Daisy. I'm so happy. Daisy <laughs> now has Freddie's old stuff. Twenty-five years. Twenty-five wow. years Holy that wow. cat lived. Yes, he did. Wow. Yes, he did. That's amazing. Yeah, I could have had a kid. Right. Thank God I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but I could have. <laughs> Did you ever run into Frank again? That's the question. No, <laughs> never, 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 never. And he had on the door, please send the rent check to P.O. Uh, oh, oh, my God. Come him, on. Him, the family, nope. gone. Holy oh. shit. Yes, wow, he did. that's amazing. Thanks, Frank. So thank you, guys. Full circle moment. Are you kidding? Thank right you. <laughs> uh, so this, this is going to come out next week. 
So, do you have anything you want to promote or anything people should check out that you're in? Wait, this is coming out next this week? This episode will come out next week. No, just make sure I don't look like Chatty Cathy. You are, you, are you kidding? <laughs> you've told, you've told only good want. stories. They, yeah. want to hear they also, yeah, would have been fine if you just rambled and we didn't, yeah. you know, ask you yeah. any questions. But you've been lovely, charming. Are you oh, kidding? Okay. Yeah. It's okay. been great. Yeah. Okay. Well, if something comes up that you want to promote, let me know and I'll cut it in. But, okay. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, in that spirit, we won't promote anything ourselves this week. But we will just thank you again for doing this show. This means thank a lot. You thank you, guys. So thank much. you, guys. So much. Um, Candy Alexander, ladies and gentlemen. Candy Alexander. <laughs> One thing left to say, ladies and gentlemen, and that is catch, catch you later, bee cakes. <laughs> Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast, is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Alan Rickert, Jason Klom, and Jen, who lives on the ether. Our theme song was composed and performed by Michael Warden. Have questions? Call and leave us a voicemail at 646-801-WNYX or email us at freakzilla at scopenet.com. You can also send snail mail to Stolen Dress Entertainment, P.O. Box 805, Burbank, California, 91503. Subscribe to Dispatches from Fort Awesome on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or any other podcast outlet. Give us a five-star rating and write us a review. It helps. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at WNYX News Radio, or find everything in one place at WNYXNewsRadio.com. Thanks, Joe. Visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15-plus years. Big day today, Dave. StolenDress.com is proud to present Of Dyson Dens, a D&D podcast starring... Navia the Centaur Fighter. Eloshana. Fiznik the Warlock. Grin. Good putts. What's his name? A time-traveling cowboy. And your dungeon master, me, Dan. Join us as we fight wolves. So the green light leaves your fingertips, enters the face of the wolf, and then it explodes. Explore creepy places. The fog gets thicker as you walk toward the building. Suddenly a giant claw emerges from the fog and grabs at you. It dissipates as quickly as it appeared. This will all burn off by noon. And generally keep it classy AF. Y'all don't need a shave in the corner. <laughs> oh. Oh, well. <laughs> Did y'all shit in my corner? So visit odndpodcast.com or find us on Apple Podcasts and Google Play.